Hey everyone, welcome to Schoolhouse, where we believe every parent has what it takes to help their child learn. We're here to give you practical tips and encouragement so you can be a confident learning coach. This is the space where school and house meet. I'm your co-host, Mary Stackhouse, and I'm joined by our host, Dr. Erica Carr. And today, we're talking about ownership of learning. So Erica, first let's describe this. What does ownership of learning mean? So ownership of learning means that your child is motivated to learn and takes initiative to complete work and more importantly, to keep learning more. Uh, Children begin to own their learning as they reflect, self-assess, and are given opportunities to be successful. This is really good. I mean, who doesn't want their kids to take initiative with their schoolwork? Yeah, and we hear this from parents all the time. You know, I wish that they would just be independent and get it done without, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it being a battle. So, yes, it's very important, ownership of learning. So, you Mm -hmm. mentioned reflect. So, what does it look like for your child to reflect? So reflection is probably one of the most important things we can ask our child to do. I mean, even for adults, mm-hmm. this is one of our most important right. um, steps throughout the week. And, and just as we're learning and striving to be more and do more in our own lives, um, reflection is so key on that. So we've got to have those opportunities and give our children those opportunities to ask them, you know, what's going well? Um, what do you need or what do you want to work on? Those are all really important questions that we should be asking on a regular basis to help them reflect. Absolutely. So are there any tools that parents and their children can use to reflect? Yeah, I've got two that we could talk about briefly um, that might be really great. And I would see any you know parent being able to use these because all they require is, for the most part, a piece of paper. And, so, and one Perfect. of them, you don't even have to do that. Perfect. Um, so... The minute paper is the first technique, and this is when you, like I said, get a piece of paper, and you're going to give your child a couple of prompts. And really, when I say a couple, I would say one to two, sometimes even one, just depending on your child's age, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe what's happened throughout the week, if there's been sort of a lot, and you know that they need to probably process a little more, one prompt is probably going to be sufficient. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Yeah, you grab the paper and then you decide. Um, I have five prompts here that I'll give as just examples, but you decide which of these prompts, write it down on your child's paper for them, um, or you can write it, like if you have a whiteboard that you like to use in your child's learning space, you can write it down on the whiteboard and then they they are the only ones writing on that Mm -hmm. piece of paper, Mm -hmm. um, their response. But the idea is you give them a prompt You give them one minute to respond to that prompt, and that's their opportunity to reflect for that day or that week, Mm -hmm. whatever your time period is. Um, And I've had this question come up before, so I think it's important to note, you know, what if your child sort of processes slower and can't, like a minute is just too Mm -hmm. much pressure? Mm do two minutes it does I mean it's whatever you need to do for your child and that's really not much time each week yeah Yeah. it's not it's not a maximum five to ten minutes absolutely So. so it's like I said the idea here is just to provide that opportunity to reflect for it to not be you know something that has to do it be an hour mm-hmm. but it is just that process so the minute paper is a really good mm-hmm. one because it provides you know that time frame a very specific prompt or two and that opportunity for them to just get it on paper so let's look at some of the prompts all right so the first prompt I have for a minute paper is what was the most important thing you learned that's good. And that can be today mm-hmm. or this week. 
What question do you have about this subject, task, or reading, um, or math? List the key ideas from the reading. Yeah. I am proudest of, and that is a sentence starter, so they finish the sentence. What are they proudest of? And in what ways can you improve? That's really good. And so, like I said, you can mix and match these. Um, I don't think doing, I, I think one to two is, is good. I don't mm-hmm. know that necessarily. A good starting point. Yeah, I don't think more than that is going to work out very well. Okay. Um, just because it can become overwhelming and, like I said, the pressure. So what's the next tool? So the next tool that you can use to help your child reflect is called 321. And this is actually one of my favorites. I used to use this in the classroom all the time. Um, and you can change up the the way that 321 is used um, in terms of the prompts that you give here as well. But I just like the format. So it's, um, you know, three things two things, and then one thing. That is sort of the way it goes. So what you do, very similar to the minute paper, you can either write this down on the paper for your child, um, or you can have them do, you know, maybe you're doing this on a whiteboard or chalkboard um, together. It can be kind of cool. So just make sure that they have the prompt sort of in front of them. They know what you're asking them in terms of the three, two, one, and then let them have at it. And this one, you know, whatever the time limit, doesn't matter. It's however you want to set it. So give me an example. So starting with three, what could that look like? Okay, so the three, two, one, the whole point of of breaking it down into that format is that first prompt is really you're saying, like, give me three things about this. Give me two things about this. Give me one thing about this. So it might be three facts you learned um, this week, two questions you have about Mm -hmm. this week, one detail that you would share with your best friend. So it's just using that format as a way for them to reflect. It really doesn't matter. I mean, you could do five, four, three if you Mm -hmm. wanted to, but it's just the idea of giving them a structure to do some reflecting and it can be fun. Right. And you can do this in under five minutes. Oh yes, absolutely. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned self-assessment. How is that different than reflection and what does that look like? That's such a good question. So when we're talking about reflection, that's your opportunity to get the information out, get your, get talk about your feelings, um, the way you're feeling about a certain um, subject or the way that things are going in addition to the reality, right? Like this is how it's going or mm-hmm. this is how I'm feeling about it. Um, so it's, it's both of those. And then when we get into self-assessment, this is more of the progress, like really focusing on how well are you progressing um, towards the expectation mm-hmm. or based on what what's expected of the learner. So when we're saying we want our kids to self-assess, we're asking them to describe how well they are meeting the learning target or the expectation for the week or the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, that makes sense. So what are some tools that parents and their children can use to self-assess? So we've got a couple. I'm going to do two for this as well. But um, confidence percentage is one that I've used in the past. And it's kind of, it's easy. This one I would say is um, for older elementary uh that's a lot of us. Um, this one I would say is probably more suited for upper elementary, uh, but I wouldn't necessarily think that a, 
Well, I don't know. I mean, if your if your um, younger child understands percentages, then by all means, like you can use this. But just knowing that it is based on this idea of you know zero to one hundred percent. So if they don't have any concept of that yet, then I wouldn't use this one. Maybe use the other one that I'll offer. But that's exactly what you would do using paper or a whiteboard. The same thing can happen for confidence percentage. Um, I've actually used sentence strips and index cards before, where I'll just put like zero um, and then create the range like zero 10 20 30 all the way up to 100 um, use that as you know your sort of your marker there so it's a visual mm-hmm. and it's giving the child like from zero to 100 how confident do you feel about multiplying double digits mm-hmm. um, how confident do you feel about reading the entire passage by yourself. So what you would be doing at this point is exactly what we said. Mm -hmm. Uh, Provide that visual of the confidence percentage, the range from zero to 100, and then ask them the prompt. So it's gonna be based on, you know, what is your child learning? Um, What are they supposed to know by the end of the week? Or what have they been working on? And then you have them say, okay, I am, you know, maybe it's 80% confident in multiplying double digits, or maybe I'm 95% confident that I can read the full passage by myself. So it's allowing them the opportunity to make that call. This is how I think I'm doing as far as the expectation. So what's another tool that uh, parents and their children can use to self-assess? So another one is very similar to this. It's just not going to use percentages. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually, you can do one of you can do it one of two ways. So you can either do sort cards or a three-column chart. So a three-column chart, the first column is going to be I know. Uh, the second column is going to be I kind of know. And then the third column is going to be I don't know. Um, And And parents can write that on a poster board or a chalkboard or a dry erase board. Yeah, or a piece of paper. Or a piece of paper. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't even have to be, you know, frilly at Mm -hmm. all. Yes, and the concept um, is that you have whatever the child's working on, let's say it's vocabulary words for the week, you can have them write the vocabulary word under that specific column. So like, which ones do they they know? I know mm-hmm. this word, I know exactly what it means. Which ones do I kind of know? Which ones do I, oh, not really. Um, and then, so they're organizing, they're assessing what they do and do not know into those three columns. Mm -hmm. And you can also do this at the sort card approach that I talked about. And I'm Mm going to actually have you um, describe that one, Mary, because you've used that too. Yeah, so it's kind of like flashcards. So um, a lot of times when you're memorizing, you know, new vocabulary words or new terms, you'll write them on, you know, just a note card. And then you write the answer on the other side. Well, you could just take those cards and put them into buckets. You know, I kind of know. I know and I don't know. And then as you keep practicing and going over those terms and and you do know them, then you can move those to the I know bucket. Yes, exactly. And that's the cool thing about having your child self-assess is they get to see the I know column or bucket grow, right? Yeah. Um, And that's the power of it. Exactly. The other great thing, and um, I would say opportunity here as a parent with using a self-assessment technique with your child is... You get to see what they don't know, and you also get to provide support at that point. So it is very clear to you, this is what my child does not feel confident doing or, you know, um, you know, moving forward. Mm-hmm. So how can I help? What? And then you start exactly. the, the probe. So You can help them with that next step. Uh, yes. And 
I mean, how awesome is that? Because I think oftentimes, you know, we ask that question, and I know we've talked about this in a previous episode, where uh, how are things going? Fine. Like, that doesn't give you anything. But this way, you at least you have the, you see it, the learning Mm -hmm. in front of you, and you can then take action on what's not working well. So as you're going through the process of reflecting and self-assessing with your child and you're identifying those areas, you know, where your child can improve, um, how can you provide opportunities for them to be successful as they go? Yeah, this is such an important thing for us to do as we're supporting the learning. So um, I would just say, you know, as they reflect and self-assess, they're going to naturally be identifying those ways to get better, right? Like Mm -hmm. even with the sort cards or the three-column chart the opportunities to improve are going to be very obvious. Like, Mm -hmm. here are the words I don't know, or here are the problems I can't solve. Um, So it's important then to encourage them to practice so that they experience improvement and so they have small wins as they work to get better. So one of the things that um, you can do in this area is once you know clearly what's not working well or how they can improve – provide those opportunities and experiences for them to practice. So if it's um, the vocabulary, you know, while you're cooking dinner, maybe you're asking or you're talking about the words that they don't know, and you're providing that new context even for them to understand the word differently. Um, and then, you know, you may ask them the next day, okay, let's do the three, the sort cards or the three column chart again. And how do you feel now? And all of a sudden, because you've provided that opportunity and that um, new context, even they get to move that word to the, I know, because we just talked about it last night, you know, while you were cooking dinner. So that's also a small win. So we want, that's what we want our child to experience. We want them to see that entire process. I've reflected I identified where I needed improvement. We worked on it. I worked on it. And now I actually know it. That And you celebrate that. Talk that up. Oh, my goodness. In one night, you got that over to the I know column. Um, So it's so important to to give them those opportunities. So that's really what it's all about is to provide that opportunity. So like I said, cooking Mm -hmm. dinner, driving to the store, to the grocery store. um, Talk about those things that they're struggling with. Yep, those wins are so important for all of us so, to keep us motivated. Oh, gosh, so. yes. And another way to build confidence and ownership is to give your child responsibilities, which are also ways for them to experience those little successes. They don't have to be huge. We're talking about making your bed every morning type of stuff. That's really good. So what does something like make your bed every morning do for a child as they're building ownership of learning? Well, as my mother-in-law likes to say, being diligent in the small things increases responsibility overall. So their confidence and ownership grow as they consistently meet that expectation. And I imagine parents can reinforce that, right? Yes. And we've already said it, I feel like a dozen times, but celebrate those small wins. So this might sound like, wow, it's so nice to see your bed made every day this week. Or I'm so proud of you for sticking to your plan for learning the state capitals. Yep. And that's going to help them, you know, want to continue doing that too. Exactly. Because those feel like wins. Exactly. So talk about taking initiative. That's what we've been talking about this whole time, right? Exactly. Building that momentum. All right. Well, such a great discussion in this episode and so many great tips. So thank you, Erica. And guys, as always, we'd love to hear from you. So please email us your question at schoolhouse at suitoreducation.com and it might be featured on a future episode. That is schoolhouse at S-T-U-D-E-R- E-D-U 
C-A-T-I-O-N.com. And parents, we invite you to become a member of our new Parent is Learning Coach website. In addition to our Schoolhouse podcast, members have access to the Learning Coach guides, skill sessions, and weekly tips. You'll definitely want to check this out. So you can find that at suitoreducation.com slash parent dash as dash learning dash coach. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we look forward to having you join us next time at the Schoolhouse.